You're listening to The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. Today, I've got a very special guest with me, Phyllis Nichols, who is the founder of Sound Advice Strategies, a podcast production company, and someone responsible for helping me get this podcast out every single week. She is best known for helping clients create unique audio experiences for their listeners. She works with authors and small business owners and other creatives to use their podcast to tell their stories, inspire audiences, and build real connections through audio content. You know, Phyllis and the Sound Advice team really make sure that everyone sounds great and all the tech and marketing details are handled. Again, They are a whole arm in my team. I could not do this without them. Uh, And Phyllis is also at the helm of soundadvice.fm, a network of women podcasters, um, myself included, with the best tagline ever for Sound Advice FM, Women's Voices Amplified. So we're going to dig into podcasts as pillar content for your business and, you know, really adding audio content to your business, you know, as a whole in different ways. And we're definitely going to dig deeper into the vision of soundadvice.fm. So I'm excited to have the brilliant, the real, and the down-to-earth Phyllis Nichols with me today on The Long Game Podcast. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The long game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. All right, and welcome to the Long Game Podcast. So glad to have you here this week. And like, I am beyond excited for today's guest we're going to talk about podcasting. I'm here with Phyllis, my girl. This is like my podcast arm. I could not do this podcast. I know I've referenced um, Phyllis and her business sounded by strategies in the past. And I've really like could not do this without Phyllis and her team. So when I wanted to talk about podcasting, where it's at in the market now, like there was no better person for me to bring on. So welcome, Phyllis. I'm so glad you're here today. Hey, Sandra. Thank you. It's really lovely to be here. You know, I, I love when we get to chat. So oh gosh, I'm excited. Right? I've been looking forward to this. Yes. We, um, and you know, note to everyone listening, we should have just like recorded the last, like, you know, <laughs> we were talking before this even we said, <laughs> that's how it goes, right? When you right. have your people in your world, like we just get together and chat. So, yes. um, you know, but I wanted to really, you know, I waited a while to, I, I've always talked about my podcasting experience here, and um, but I really wanted to start talking about podcast as pillar content. So, right. you know, that's what I want to address today because, like, I've been talking with so many course and membership owners, and as of late, and I'm like, well, what's your pillar content? You know, and and some people have no answer, and I really do believe that 
content marketing has to be part of it. You know, like if, right. if you're promoting your course, like even in any part of your business, like it gives you such a runway for reaching people. So, um, you know, I really wanted to talk about that and like, you know, so let's just get dive in, like Phyllis, start hitting us off. Like, why is podcasting such a great choice? Like, I know it's exploded in the past few years, right? but like, what's up with it? Sure. So just for people who might not know, I mean, I know you're referring to pillar content and we're talking about that concept really as the information and the expertise that you provide, right? And and pillar content obviously encompasses sort of the big picture. One of the reasons I think that podcasting is so good for it, first of all, for most people, not everybody, but for most people, Audio content, being able to talk about topics that you know, subjects where you're a subject matter expert, even things maybe where you're not the expert, but you have strong opinions, <laughs> those kinds of things, you know, are for most of us, much easier to talk about than they are to write about, right? So we know that there's a lot of written content and some people excel at written content, but that's not most of us unless we've really put some time and energy into perfecting that. So that's one thing. It's, I think it's just relatively easy, right? We, we just find it easier to talk about, especially things we're passionate about and things we're enthusiastic about. So that's number one. The second thing I think about podcasting too is the just the nature of podcasting and it's evergreen. You know, mm-hmm. this is, uh, I know you've seen this in your your own podcast journey, but you know, we have clients that are going on over three years of podcasting. Wow. They're, they're heading into almost year that's number awesome. four. But here's the thing, what's so cool, episodes from year one, episodes from the first two or three months still get downloads and listens today, right? There's somebody, and there's somebody, Sandra, who's going to find you this week for the first time ever. They're, they don't know the, the brilliance of Sandra, and they're going to find you somehow, some way this week, and then they're going to go back and listen to all of this great information that you've already put out there. So that's one of the other, I think, beautiful things about having podcasts as your pillar content. Totally. And that's totally true because I do that myself when I discover a a new podcast and I'm like, ooh, I only, I don't follow at first always. I'll listen to one episode and then I will go back. I mean, I have one now that I'm like, you're my people. Like I am talking to them. I'm like, they are my BFFs. And, uh, you know, I feel like I know them from listening so much. Yeah. And so let's talk about that too. That's Mm -hmm. another thing there. It's, we all know this. I know you're a mom. We know this like small ch- babies before they can really see and certainly before they can communicate, right? They know their parents' voices. They know the voices wow. of the people who are around them, right? It's, we're just, we're hardwired, literally hardwired to, to just audibly understand and connect with people. And so that's another reason. It's funny. One of our uh, first podcasters, her name is Laura. She as an author and already had a fairly substantial following. And she, when she started podcasting and she was at a, at an event a couple of years in and somebody tapped her on the shoulder and was like, did not know that she was actually an author and was like, I just knew who you were. Cause she had heard her voice. Like, <laughs> so, you know, that's another thing. And also obviously we have this tone and inflection, right? So we understand the energy, like there's an energy to podcasting and the, the the medium itself, right? Whether we're talking about a very fun, lighthearted topic or even a very serious, maybe somber topic, those kinds of 
again, we all understand that, right? It's just intuitively, we kind of understand where you're coming from and we understand the energy and the emotion that you have about your topic as well, that that's a much harder to convey in writing and other forms of content. Totally. And it really, it does let you feel connected, right? Mm -hmm. Like not only you get your point across, but other people to pick up on that and feel the emotion and the connection. Yeah. You know, I found for me that it is, uh, I've always known I've been a talker. So, uh, you know, it was a natural. And I do just have to say a story that I was going through some old notebooks and I found one, I was cleaning out like this desk thing. And I, I found the first podcast course I took in 2006. I mean, I have been interested for that long. And when I say like, I never, I'm not trying to be all like, oh, I'm so cool. But I was an early adopter of podcasting. I've been listening forever. I always knew I wanted to do this. And it took me a long time to finally do it. But I was like, oh my gosh, look at me with all the notes and the tech and (laughs) figuring it out, how it all worked way back then. That's incredible. I'm glad that you told me that. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna copy that snippet and I'm gonna use it. <laughs> Another bonus of right. podcasting. Yeah, exactly. One of the other things, so let's talk about that, right? One of the other things I think that podcasting makes easy for people that are content creators or they're using content creation right to support their further mission, whether it's a course or they're an author or they have, you know, whatever their business model might be. Again, you have the ability to repurpose it. Certainly, we recommend that everybody have a written form. It doesn't have to be a full transcript, but it can be, right? But some sort of written form of the content or at least some show notes that point back to the the cool part of the the episodes. But you can also take, again, audiogram short, short snippets. We have a number of clients who, and we do recommend this now, and we can talk about this if you want in detail too, but... We recommend that actually people put their audio content on YouTube just to share with your audience. We just found this out at a conference a couple of months ago. So Edison Research is a a highly respected research firm, and they've been doing uh, podcast research for many years, since probably 2007, 2008, very early on. And so in 2019 and 2000, I'll just go back to 2019, but the way that people search for podcasts, Apple Podcasts was the number one search, then Spotify, and then YouTube. At the end of 2020, actually it was YouTube, and then Spotify, and then Apple Podcasts. So people, what they're finding out, right, is that for some people, YouTube is just their app of choice doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean that that's it's their search engine and app of choice for all kinds of content. So that's another one of the benefits, I think, of audio content can easily just be put on all of these other platforms. That's something that I think is unique to podcasting. You know, we when we've set our clients up, we put them on seven platforms, and that doesn't include YouTube. So if you add that, that's eight. We can actually put you on a number more. You can have your podcast set up to about, there's like 20 different apps it's the only place where you can have that kind of reach. You can have international reach. I know you have international uh, listeners that people that listen all (laughs) over the world. Right. And so that's just one of the other benefits. And again, a lot of those things are you set it up one time, there's a way to automate it. You know, you don't have to worry about it. It's there. It shows up every time you publish an episode. You can play me through Alexa devices and all of that, all of those type of things that you know, it's yep. just another vehicle that I do nothing except fill out the form the one time and apply, right. you know, and it's like, there's permeation. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's going to continue. I, you know, the future of podcasting, first of all, audio content is going to continue to be on. First, audio content has been around longer than anything else, right? We had radio way before we had television, like way back in the day. And radio is still strong. It's just showing up in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um, you know, whether it's digital or we're, you know, it's through Sirius XM or different things like that. So audio content, I think, will continue. But the way that we consume it, I think, will continue to change. And I think, again, most of us listen to it on our favorite app. I'm a Spotify person. I listen to tons of stuff on Spotify. A lot of people are Apple Podcasts. It doesn't matter, right? That's a nice thing for creators. You don't really have to worry about where your people are. You don't have to drive an audience there. You just have to make sure your information shows up where the audience is already listening, we you know, just make sure your show's available wherever your audience is at. Awesome. And I do see, you know, there's a number of people I listen to who do it more independently. And, you know, you can even podcast that way. I mean, if you have it, you should put it on all the platforms. But I do have some people who I've listened to because I get their newsletter, let's say, and mm-hmm. then I am going to their website or they only use one one software, let's just say. And so it doesn't prohibit you. So there's still value in that. You know, you're then promoting yourself. Obviously, the idea is reaching to go wider, but it's interesting that there's so many ways to do it. There are. And so let's talk about that too when we're leveraging the content as you talked about in the beginning. There are some nice things that you can do too to actually provide additional value potentially behind a paywall, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, some people have a a podcast. I'll give you a couple of examples. So some people have podcasts and they'll podcast regularly and then they have bonus content that might be behind a Patreon wall or part Mm -hmm. of a membership on their website that only uh, members get to pay and get to access to. I know there's a, a podcaster that does a lot of meditation podcasts and her podcasts are live everywhere, you know, like Apple and Spotify and so forth for a while. And after a certain period of time, they go behind a paywall, right? And so you pay then for full access to this entire library, which is really a great idea if you've gotten a lot of content and you're, you know, maybe you're in year three or four or whatever, and you have a ton of really excellent content, you know, you can do that as well. So that's kind of a cool thing to be able to do. And then I do know somebody who specifically, and this is smart, I think you have to be really strategic about how you do this and hire somebody like Sandra to help you. She only has her podcast is only available to people who are on her email list. They don't have to pay for it. It is free, Mm -hmm. but you have to be on her email list. And it was a strategic decision for her to drive people to that, to be able to get value from her expertise. So, you know, these are all available to all of us. The other thing that you could do is have something like you do, which is available on all the apps and widely uh, and freely out there, right? And then you could have some additional content that you have when we've talked about this before, where you could package up some of your content and to say like a little mini course. Mm -hmm. So now you're not just providing content, maybe you're providing context, you might be providing some additional resources. So maybe you've got, I know you have talked a lot about memberships, for example, memberships and courses, because that's something you help your clients with. So maybe you could take some of the audio content you've already done about that and package it with some additional resources, some additional insights, and then you know sell that as a mini course or in, in another way, actually market that. So all of these are available 
And I think it's for most people, again, when you're a subject matter expert, like the ideas and how you talk about all this are are easy to come by, right? It's just how do we package it and how do we put it in front of people so that they can gain value from it? Totally. And I have a friend now who I, she has a paid podcast. She has her other work, but I am a subscriber to her paid podcast now. Mm -hmm. And that is where she goes a little more in depth and a little, it's not what she would put out to the public. It's a smaller grouping of content. So, you know, there are all of those opportunities with podcasts now. I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like, it isn't, so secret anymore, right? Like so many people right. listen. I mean, even with right. just the onset of things like Sirius XM, who are able to like, everything's a podcast. I mean, I was talking about how even the Today Show started a podcast taking the excerpts of their, you know, the audio of their morning shows and creating right. the Today Show podcast. It's like, it's the ultimate repurposing. Like they've got right. it. Listen when you're on your lunch break. Like it's so much more normalized now in our lives, taking audio in. It is. So two things there, right? So number one, the Today Show, they're smart. They understand that there are some people like you and I who are never going to sit down and watch their morning show because we have other things going on. We just don't, that's not how we, that's not what we do, right? But we might listen. We might listen while we take a walk or while we're cooking dinner or while we're doing Mm -hmm. other things, right? It's just the way that we consume content is changing and they're adapting. You know who else that I love to throw this out there because I think it's awesome. At the end of, it was either the very end of September or very end, excuse me, of August or early September, YouTube started a podcast. Oh, I've been listening. I, yeah. yes. Yeah. So you told me about it. Yeah. So one of the other things, and let's go back to the memberships too. One of the other things that I think people can do is here, I, I don't have a membership. If I had a membership though, one of the things I would absolutely be doing, I would be providing additional value to my members by highlighting them on my podcast. I would be one of my promotions to say, join my membership. If I had, a, I'm going to just use an example because of um, these are pretty, for entrepreneurs like us, fairly relevant or prevalent, right? So there's a memberships that we can join that are for entrepreneurial women, right? So they're part networking, they're part how-to, they're some support, some mindset, like they're just nice to be part of and you can connect with amazing people. In fact, I think I met you in one of those kinds of groups. So what somebody like that could do once the group is fairly well established, right? One of the values, they could actually up the price of their membership and say, because because you're going to be able to be on my podcast, you'll be highlighted and promoted once a year or twice a year on our podcast, where which is public to everyone, but you only get to be on my podcast if you're one of the members of our group. Another easy, easy thing for a membership owner person to do, they're highlighting their own members, which is a totally feel-good doing good kind of thing. And it just helps them expand. All of a sudden I might say, oh my gosh, I heard this podcast with these people, they're interviewing their members. I want to be part of that membership. These are amazing people. So those are super easy. And I'm surprised more people with memberships aren't doing that, honestly. Yeah, totally. And it's um, it also highlights the work that happens inside the membership, right? It's It's like, well, here's my transformation story. Absolutely. And you are part of it. So Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> and and think about the whole connect the dots, right? It's like I'm gonna do this interview with somebody in my membership and I'm gonna find out like how did you find out about me and who else do you know and who have you met since you've been here? Like it's just uh again, that's just the power of the audio content and the, the ability to have those conversations. And you know, when we're talking about audio content, not just podcasting too, like 
inside courses and memberships, like I am always encouraging people to put that audio piece in there, put that audio file so that people can listen. Cause I'm a listener while I walk yes. my dog. I don't need to have the, the video running, but I do sometimes. And it's also about like, who is your audience? Do you know your audience? I mean, I've talked with a lot of business owners and I'm like, your audience is commuting. Like they're right. in the car. Why are you not doing a, a an audio version right. so that they can hear through the speakers while they're driving and like take in what you're so- what you're saying, what you're teaching, all of that. I mean, I'm the biggest podcast. I work from home, so I don't drive so much. But when I'm like, I got to drive an hour, I'm like, I am excited. I'm going to bust right. through something. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you're through some content. Yep, you're totally right. And, you know, the other thing too, people, we all learn a little bit differently. I know as a course creator, you're very in tune with this, but you know, some of us, do really, I mean, watching a video is is instructive and helpful, but some of us, you know, do well listening and some other people want to be able to maybe read and listen, right? We want to be able to follow along or maybe mm-hmm. follow some of the steps. If you're outlining, let's say a how-to some steps or, or a little bit of a philosophy or a theory, I might want to take some notes while I'm listening, right? That's just how I remember and learn things. So yeah, I think to your point, yeah, it's it's super smart. And it's also really easy. So if you've created a videos for your course and you already have those already existing, it's just really easy to convert those into audio only as well. And maybe you say, hey, if audio is more your thing, here you go. And here's like a little uh, table of contents that you can download and kind of just keep your notes or, you know, keeps, you know, make some little questions or whatever you might have as you're going through the content. I have done this year audio only courses with people. I, you know, I have a, a client who I was working with and I'm like, you can't get it all together in your time frame. Like video takes the mapping out. They wanted a certain, you know, appeal. And I'm like, let's just get this out there. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like it was also the interim step for us, but a good one. Like we put really good audio content together. And I said, it makes sense for your audience. They're going to be able to listen in the car, on the treadmill, right. like whoever your people are. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I love that idea. And and I also love the idea that as a consumer, right, as a course taker or somebody who, who listens to, you know, to know that I can go back and kind of hear it again, right? We have like listening cues. There are um, meditations in particular. I just know this because of one uh, of a friend of mine who has a very popular meditation podcast. She has some episodes, she can tell which are our most popular. She has some episodes that have been downloaded like hundreds of thousands of times. And some others maybe only get four or 5,000 downloads, right? So she knows right away, like which ones are really you know resonating with her with her people, number one. One of the other things about doing the coursework that you just mentioned in audio is the ability to quickly make changes or adjustments. I know you know this in your business and industry, things change, right? The way we were doing things even 18 months ago, it's probably a little bit different or a new app has come out. Even in podcasting, this is the this is the same thing, right? There's new apps, there's new recording capabilities, there's just new things happen. And so now we have a really easy way to go into a course that maybe you did two years ago and you can easily go in and either swap out audio that no longer applies or just add some audio for additional context and updates so you 
can keep everything really fresh and relevant in a really simple way too, which I think is also really nice and much easier than video, right? So you don't have to, if something- So much easier. Right? So like Kajabi- That's a great point. It's right, really so a Kajabi great point. Kajabi comes out with something new and you need to let your people know about it, right? You don't have to do a big video. You could if you wanted, but you could just do an audio and be like, here's what you need to know. When you go here, 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 here's the additional thing, or here's the new app or the new- capability, that kind of stuff, super easy and really allows you to position yourself too as this amazing resource, right? That you're keeping your people up to date really simply and easily. You're letting them know, you know, right in the moment what they need to know. It's just super easy. And when you, I want to just address that ease piece because I have some friends who have told me and like they've recorded on their phones. They're like, I'm away. I got to record. And I'm like, what? It sounds so good still, even, you know, yes. like I, you would think like, oh, so even that ease piece, like it doesn't have to be a full studio. Some people do that or, you know, right. we talk about the pieces that you need to get started, but you know, you want to have good sound, but you could even just record it on your phone or, uh, you know, in a, in a more mobile device and right be responsive to what's happening in the market. Right. Absolutely. And so, uh, especially too, I mean, everybody's different, you know, we're in the entrepreneurial space and things do change, but if somebody's even in, let's say you're in something that's more like timely, more news related or like social commentary and those sorts of things, right? There are things that are happening that you probably do want to respond to almost in the moment, right? With something, you know, maybe a big, or if you're in part of a movement or uh, something like that, right? So you want to be able to and audio obviously makes it super easy. You can, again, you just use your phone, whatever. So I don't know. I love it. I think it's, again, it provides the value to your listeners so that they know like you're up to speed on things and you are keeping them in the loop, right? You're keeping them up to speed as well. Totally. Yeah. And you know, we know, I want to dissect a little bit more. You touched on it a bit, but like once you record a podcast, you can leverage it, right? Like, I mean, I've, I've talked a lot, um, on my podcast now, how I'm like, I'm going video. Like I've got this bank of episodes that I can pull the scripts from, or I can just take the piece out and create a reel or a short from, and you know, I, half my work is done. So it's that idea of being able to leverage it for other platforms as well. Video, other places, social media. Yeah, no, that's super smart, especially because we know, right? Right now, I think reels on Instagram and shorts on YouTube are, they're actually, those two platforms are actually rewarding users who are doing that. They want you, they're trying to drive the traffic there. And so they're rewarding people who do it. So, right, you're right. So take some of your best content, your greatest content, and you can put some, the nice thing, it doesn't have to be you on camera, although it, it could be, it can be certainly. But if you've got a really great, you know, two or three minute or even shorter, they're saying now 60 seconds or less, yeah, uh, totally. a great sound bite that you want to put a really cool graphic with. It's already done, right? Like you can just easily, you could have, that's something your team could do for you. I know you have your team that helps you repurpose things already, but you could definitely take that another step beyond that, which is, which is amazing. And that's the idea of this when we talk about pillar content, right? Like yes. you create the one thing. So the podcast mm-hmm. is the, the top and you are pulling out all of these other pieces in repurposing. You yes. know, it, it keeps you on topic. It makes you 
be a content machine without feeling like you're on the treadmill, right? Like, right. how am I going to create all of these posts and the quotes and the whatever? It's like, well, you've yes. created the one thing and then someone else can pull out your quotes, your um, your guests' quotes. They can pull all of those out for you and create carousel posts or, right. in, or audiograms and, and use it in different ways. So you're really able to repurpose in amazing ways. Yeah, you can. And I just would like to touch base to you on just the pillar content concept really quickly, because I know, again, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we get tired a little bit of talking about the same thing, but it's what our audience needs to hear. And so you've probably heard me talk about this before, but I'm going to make it super short and sweet. So I have a favorite uh, little boutique ice cream company that's here in Columbus, Ohio, where I live. And they're, they're amazing. And they make this really cool ice cream with all these really amazing flavors. Like one of their flavors has the the Lucky Charms marshmallows in it, whatever, that's kind of stuff. So anyway, I sent some ice cream to somebody and now I'm on their email list. And guess what? Every piece of content they put out, every single piece, right? It's about ice cream. Every piece, every time, always. On their website, on their social media, in the emails, over and over and over, it's ice cream. So, you know, I used to joke, like, right, they probably have meetings about what they're going to do, whether their Christmas promotions, their New Year's promotions, right? It's always about ice cream. Somebody doesn't go, hey, let's talk about cookies. We've talked about ice cream a lot. (laughs) No, no, like, that's what they do. So I get this a little bit of a bandwagon. I'm going to hop off. But I want to just remind people, right, your people cannot hear enough Mm -hmm. about your best stuff, your most important information the things that you know really, really well. You might get tired of talking about it because you've you've talked about it a lot, but your audience hasn't. And that's that's mm-hmm. what they want to come back for over and over and over. They want to hear more about it, different perspectives, different takes, different examples. So whenever you're stuck, think a little bit about like what's your version of ice cream? And then, you know, that's your pillar content. That's what you want to keep showing up with over and over and over. Oh my gosh, that is gold. Because it is so true. And not everybody is on every platform too. So that's they're not, right. Or, or the algorithm isn't showing the post to everybody or the video to everybody. That's right. You know, so you've got to keep repeating yourself and saying the same thing over again. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're, um, and the people who are following you because they're really engaged with you, maybe they're your clients or they're your fans and they're the people who already love what you're doing. You know, they're going to either just, they're, they're not going to be upset. They're going to go, oh, Sandra's talking about courses again. That's awesome. I loved her last post about courses. And they, you know, so I think, again, we sometimes worry that we're going to bug people or that people are going to get tired of it. And I think that the opposite is true. I think most of the time we really can't talk too much about our best information and our uh, the biggest area of our expertise. We, we just can't. Agreed. All right. So let's talk about a little bit how you as a female entrepreneur you know, how you're growing your business. Like I have, you know, had the pleasure of knowing you for a couple of years now. And so I've seen like what you've been doing and, you know, you're taking a big leap right now and you are, you have created the Sound Advice Network. So tell us a little bit about like what this is and, you know, what a step this is. Oh, thanks, Sandra. I am so glad. I'd love to talk about this. So yeah, we're starting the network. In fact, we've we're really kind of in soft launch mode. We've got some clients there. You're already on the network. So let's just talk about a network as a podcast network. In this case, it's just really a, it's called soundadvice.fm. You can go check it out. And 
it's a place to elevate and promote women's voices specifically. So it's for women hosted podcasts. And we want to just really help more of them gain a bigger audience and be noticed and expand their reach. People like you, you're a great example, Sandra. Your podcast is amazing. You're an amazing person. Your expertise, you're brilliant. And the only reason that more people don't know that is just because they haven't found you yet. So we want to make that easier for people to find you. And we want to help promote people doing that. So we have the ability on the platform. Your content's still yours. Obviously, your show still belongs to you. But as a group, we're just going to be able to promote you and be able to help you reach more people. So we're really excited it's about like it. everything that women entrepreneurs are about, right? Like yes. coming together and promoting one another and supporting one another. That's right. Yeah. And also, you know, we want to, as part of this, sometimes being an independent podcaster too, I mean, it can feel a little I don't, lonely. I don't know if that's the right yeah. word, but you know, you're creating content in your own silo and, and you have a team, you probably are getting some help with that. But I think sometimes it's just really nice to be able to connect with other people who are podcasting. It's nice to keep up with what trends and things are happening in the podcasting world, what new stuff's coming down the pike. And we're going to be able to provide that as well. We have um, an expert series of interviews um, and, and trainings I'm that we're so doing. Excited. Right. Yeah. I love that whole idea of you now creating content to educate us podcasters mm -hmm. in our endeavor. Yeah, we want to make, I mean, you're already a great podcaster, but we want to make you even better. We want to help you. One of the, the jokes, one of the people that's coming on is going to talk to us about booking the big guests, right? So we we always use Oprah as that example. Like we want to get Oprah on your podcast. So, you know, I don't know that you or I are going to have Oprah on our podcast, but there are ways to get people who are industry, maybe influencers that we'd really like to be able to talk to. So she's going to just help us figure out how do we go about doing that in a way that feels really good to us. And um, we're going to just talk about a lot of different things like that so that it doesn't feel like we're all sort of um starting from ground zero, like together as a group, you know, we can talk about some of these concepts and ideas and we can also share what's working, what other people have had success with and things like that too. So there's the ability to really take all of the genius from all of these amazing women and share it so that everybody can benefit. Totally. And I love hearing about what other people are doing. I know I'm always sharing with you like, hey, this happened because yes. of that or sharing the story. Like that's so important. And number one, lets us all know what's possible. And number two, it connects us really as a community. And, you know, for me, when you start to go down a road and you devote and you commit this time, like I want to have a community out of it, not just of listeners, but in the creator part of me as well. So, yeah. you know, you're helping with that piece in terms of that and being the expert in that area and bringing things over to me as a member of the network. So, and, and I, I want to like, how did this step come about for you guys? I mean, you, you know, started having this business that you were working with podcasters. You've known a lot about podcasting, you edit, you help set up people, yep. all of that. So like, how did this step come about? Well, you know, I wanted to do this for a while, but when it happened, I noticed a, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I believe it's, I think it's called Wondery. I might have a, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Anyway, this was years ago, like two years, two years ago, I guess I noticed they were just a network, a podcast network, which was like the first time I had at least noticed it a couple of years ago. And they had under their umbrella a couple of things, right? So they had some podcasters that I knew that were 
creating their own shows and they had been brought under the, the network umbrella, so to speak. But then also the network itself was creating shows. And so they were producing their own content as well under the, the network umbrella. So this two things really appealed to me. Number one, again, the ability to help our podcasters reach more people and just make a bigger impact. That's certainly really appealed to me. But the other thing that appealed to me, honestly, is the ability to, cr- I have ideas for shows for days, right? Oh and gosh, um, I, can't, awesome. I, yeah, I can't do all of them. I don't want to do all of them. But I would love to be able to say, hey, you know what? I have this great idea and this great concept and we can hire somebody to be the voice of that podcast or we can have somebody do it. And then we could build that show underneath the Sound Advice FM umbrella. So yeah, so that's kind of where it came from. And then that network- so cool. That network recently got sold, uh, Spotify bought it at the end of, I think, end of last year, late, sometime mid to late 2020 for like a bazillion dollars. I don't even know, some crazy number. I don't know that that's, that's not the goal of initially for sure, but oh my God, how cool would that be if like somebody wants to buy your show and my show, you know, five years down the road because we're just killing it. Like there's just huge upside potential and I just want to be there for all of it. Oh my gosh. I love that. And that is vision, right? That is vision in your business. Just not working with your head down, doing (laughs) your stuff, but like dreaming about what else you can do. And, you know, I love that you, you had that gumption to have that vision and to say, we're going to move, we're going to keep moving through and keep (laughs) going towards it. And that's why I love being a part of it. I love being a part at the beginning too, where I'm like, Ooh, I can help form this, right? As as, as my voice is heard as a person who's a member and I can help shape it in my way too, because I think it's a cool thing to be a part of. And it's not too big yet where it's like, oh boy, the no. hammer's coming down on the rules, you know, no, but I'm- like, that's a, a really valid concept. It is. And absolutely. And Sandra, you know, we really owe, owe you and the other early adopter podcasters when we talked to them about this vision who were like, yes, we're in, we're totally in. Like we didn't even have it all hundred percent formed, right? <laughs> I was just giving you like literally the pitch and you were like, I'm in, I'm good. And, um, you know, we really, I mean, we owe you, we owe you just for believing in us obviously, and being willing to take the leap with us. And, So I appreciate that. Something else I want to let people know too, we were talking about this before we hit record. So one of the things that we're doing in promoting our podcasters is looking back to last week and picking one of the shows that we thought was just really an impactful show. And um, last week, the show that we're going to promote from last week that we thought was amazing was your podcast, which was all about scrapping it all. That's right. And I, (laughs) I tell you what, I listened to it before I went live. I don't always get the chance to do that, but this time I did. And I texted you right away. I was like, oh my gosh, this episode is amazing. And it went live on Friday. Tell us what happened. So a lot of people reached out to me. I had, you know, and people in different stages of their business. So people who were newer and were like, I needed to hear that today. One person wrote me, it feels like you are talking to me or talking about me in this And then people who have had established businesses for like 10 years, like I am scrapping it all right now in the middle of it. And I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. And it just, you know, it motivated people to call It motivated someone booked a call off of that. Like it really just, it connected, it resonated with people. Yeah. So I went afterward, I'm like, Oh, I should have said, 
But you know, no, no, no. It was that. perfect. And <laughs> so I want to give kudos to you, number one, for, for talking about it, because you were sharing something that was personal to you. But obviously, it resonated. It certainly resonated with me. That's why we picked it to be the show that we're highlighting from last week. But also, you know, the response that you got obviously indicates, too, that you touched a nerve with your audience and the people that are really interested in it. So if you're listening to this and you haven't heard Sandra's show, it's the one that went live on December 3rd. I don't remember the number, but it's four, I think. Okay. 84 is called Scrapping It All. I'm going to, we're actually going to have a little thing on the Sound Advice FM podcast about it at Sound Advice FM Instagram. We're going to have some info about it. So check it out. If you are a small business owner of any type, or maybe even an author, uh, a creative of any type, this show is going to resonate with you and you got to hear it. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And thank you for the support. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And, and that just goes to show like what a relationship is, right? And what a connection, like I'm already part of the network and being highlighted and and featured and all of that. I mean, I really, I, I thank you and I'm excited. Like it's the idea that we have to keep thinking big for our businesses and for ourselves. Like you could have totally just trucked along and hired a few more editors and been yeah. like, we're going to do now t- 10 more podcasts now with right. people and hire and that's how we'll grow. But instead you had a vision for something creative and wider that could have legs that could sell for hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, even though that's not the goal right now, but you know, it's a vision and it it's, that is what I want to keep encouraging people to do for their businesses, right? Like do what you're doing on your day to day and then think about these other ideas. And like you have started something and it doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world, but it could be in five years, right? Like we could all, your Sound Advice FM is a, is a family name, right? Like, and, yeah, and that's the idea. Like, yeah, and it totally could happen. Like, we don't know where the market is going every day and where, how, you know, the direction it's moving in. So, you know, I just encourage people to like, keep thinking forward, keep thinking like, what if we created, or I saw that thing and I liked it. Like, what if I did my own spin on it? It doesn't have to be just what I'm doing now. Yes, that's right. And that's Sandra, that's one of the things you're also so good at. I know that your clients benefit from that kind of, uh, you help them with that kind of vision, right? You, again, that's sort of, uh, what's that saying, right? Like, you know, our own perspective sometimes, right? Like we can't see, like we're so right, close right, right. to it. <laughs> totally. And I know that that's something you do for your clients so well, right? You're able to look at their business and get really granular with sort of what's happening now, but also like what could happen, the potential for the future. And that's not something everybody's good at, but it's something you're really good at. And so your feedback has been helpful and I'm glad you're on the ride with this. And I can't wait to see what's happening with you too. I mean, you're, I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg with a lot oh of gosh, new things. Totally. We're on the ride together. <laughs> yes. so that's a lot. We are totally. Um, I know <laughs> I'm going to, I'll leave with this too. We're going to have, we'll have you back on the Sound Advice podcast to talk about some things in the first quarter of next year. But in the meantime, I know this is your show, but I just want to tell people kind of what's on tap for you for the first for first quarter, because I know you've got some cool stuff coming. Yeah. So, um, well, thank you. I mean, you are the best guest ever. <laughs> so, no, the, so, you know, I have, um, I'm starting a small group programming, so you can find that on my website. There'll be a link. It's called Peak Strategy. I've created the Peak Framework, which is my course will be 
definitely launching in the beginning of 2022. And that is the peak framework for course building success. And really, it's the foundation that I use with all of my private clients and I'm bringing into so many different ways, but I'm teaching that as a way that you could just buy the course and build out your course in Kajabi that way. But it's been such a cool ride of like, I'm applying it in so many different ways than I even realized. Like once you identify and build that out for yourself, like I'm like, wow, it's, this is really it. You know, if you want to build a course or a membership, like get that foundation down because it allows for so many things like turning the faucet on of traffic and people having the same experience. So I am super excited. And, you know, the scrapping it all conversation was me taking a few steps back to move forward. You know, I am all the way into 2022 and beyond with, you know, (laughs) who you are, do you, do it your way. And that's really the message I'm bringing. You know, you can learn and take some ideas and learn from what people are doing in their methods, but tweak it for your own way. And like, you don't have to be captive. You will actually soar if you bring yourself to the experience and to the learnings and then craft it and tweak it the way that you need it to be for you. Oh my God. I cannot wait. Oh my God. Now I'm like ready for you to say goodbye. Thank you for being here. I'm like, it's me. I got to do that. Yeah. No, no. It's, I can't wait though. You tell us, Phyllis, where's the best place? I mean, you okay. know, we're, we're listening. Okay. So a couple things. So our main website is soundadvicestrategies.com. You can get access to all of our podcasts there and other content. I would love for you to follow the network on Instagram, which is soundadvice.fm. We also have, that's the website as well, soundadvice.fm, if you want to know more about it. If you or anybody you know is a a woman-hosted podcast, um, you think they might be a good fit for the network, please email me some information about them. You can just email podcast at soundadvicestrategies.com. Would love to connect with you in any way, but I would really, really love to know what great, amazing women podcasters that you know about that I don't know about um, that might uh, might be a great fit for the network. Awesome. And if you are considering podcasting for yourself and your pillar content like there is no there are no better hands to be in than Phyllis and her team like you know I I have often said I couldn't do this without them and Grace who I show up I write the content and I record and I don't see it again (laughs) And, and that is really important to me because I trust the relationship and you know this has been from the start all the way through so um Something to consider if you're thinking of getting into it, getting into audio, you know, Phyllis is the one to go to. Um, All right. Well, thank you. I love your team. I love you. Thank you so much for being here and taking us on this conversation and inspiring us with like ideas that we can be bigger and do things. So thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. And you know, you are a dream client. You're so great to work with and we love you. Love your show. You know, you know, I'm, I'm in your target audience. So like I consume all your stuff. I literally just soak it all in. But anyway, it's a pleasure. Have a great one. If I don't chat with you, we'll definitely be in touch first quarter of next year to see what's happening. And we'll be tagging you on Instagram, uh, promoting the show. Yep. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.